0: So I got a few jokes to start us off with. Awesome. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we get a little too dry at the beginning, but this time I have a few jokes and I'd like to do them now and so you guys can pick what your favorite joke is. Okay. okay.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Griffin McElroy.
0: Hey everyone, it's me, Griffin McElroy. I have three jokes and so here comes the first one hot and ready for you. What, hey guys, hey guys what is uh, Nemesis from Resident Evil 3, his favorite song from La La Land? <laughs> what is it? Uh, thanks for asking chris city of stars (laughs) so that's the first one and here comes the second one ready for you what is nemesis's favorite accomplished actor and that one's don't even ask because it's peter (laughs) sars and then the third one's what's his favorite new wave band and that one's the cars but he would say it in the way
2: he uh says the other two Okay. I love it. Is he touring or is it just local shows right now? He, he better is, fucking
1: he, not be touring. How bad a guy yeah. is he? Come on. Even <laughs> Nemesis respects bad. social distancing. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a bit of a problematic fave, so he is not necessarily touring right now, but he does have a few online specials that people are just going, <laughs> Gaga for. Love it. And this he's guy working on edgy. he's
1: also working on something with Gaga. It's it's a, uh, a
3: partnership. Yeah. Um I'm sorry can I, can I uh can I share a joke with you?
0: Oh. oh yeah yeah yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, of
1: the stage Chris man.
3: Who uh is my favorite investigator? No. Oh no. Oh okay, here okay. Sorry. Oh, start I, got, over. I got like stage I am not I'm not used to this like y'all. This you is racist. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm okay. in a
1: haunted house right now. Spooks and okay. chills are. around every corner here, with you
3: guys. Here we go. <laughs> who who is Nemesis's favorite investigator of the Clinton administration? <laughs>
2: okay, the show is canceled. The show Can is canceled. It That's stop. it
1: for dogs. <laughs> no more vesties. Enjoy the next podcast. It should be starting right now. <laughs> this one's canceled. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week.
0: My name is Griffin McRoy and I I know the best game of the week.
2: My name is Chris Plant and I definitely played a video game this week. My name is Russ Rushing and I know the best remake that came out last year, which was better than this one.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, welcome to the Best is <laughs> a uh, video game book club, except it's about a video game a book club about video games. It's a Game of the Year show that goes all year long. It's the best. We besties. talk about
0: our favorite.
1: Yes. books yes.
0: about video games mm-hmm. last last 15 episodes we did ready player one this <laughs> time we're going to do ready player one again because there's a
2: lot of, of depths there to plumb how do we make books more interesting uh like more badass that is my concern because we talk about book club i, I feel like people are not going to be super pumped chainsaw we, gun like, Books mm-hmm. don't
0: have Chainsaw Gun in them yet. Nobody's been nobody's yeah. written a book with Chainsaw Gun or in them. Or like
2: set a bunch of books on fire. Yeah, that'd be bad. That's
0: not a good idea. Uh,
1: this week we're talking about Resident Evil Three, not Resident Evil Three Nemesis, which is a very different game. The Resident <laughs> Evil Three Nemesis came out in nineteen ninety nine. Resident Evil Three came out in Friday. <laughs> so that's a different (laughs) that's a different thing it's two different games they both got nemesis in them but he lost his billing i guess his agent kind of is asleep at the wheel because he he had that (laughs) below the title uh credit but now it is gone um i
2: let's talk about what this game is justin okay resident evil
1: 3 is another resident evil game i mean i don't even know how to say it in a way that's more interesting than that it is a resident evil game it is a remake a resident evil 3 like i said that came out and this is a sort of a pseudo sequel in that sense in that co- to resident evil 2 the remake that came out just last year all the graphics are updated all the talking is different <laughs> all the uh you know <laughs> the puzzles reimagined controls are different it's a very much a uh, a, a, a reimagining it's a remake it's more of a remake cuz i feel like reimagining would be even more different than this, it is a it is a remake of that of that 1999 game that came with demo discs of Dino Crisis, by the way, <laughs> just to tie it back all together,
0: making it the superior game de facto because this one didn't have any Dino Crisis in it, which is frustrating for me as a consumer.
1: Right, big differences from this to RE2. Uh, one is rather than picking a protagonist, you're kind of like switching. Uh, As the story progresses between Jill Valentine Mm -hmm. and Carlos, who is is Carlos new at this point? This is the the franchise mythos that is the hardest for me to keep track of. I think
2: this is the first time Carlos has showed up because I don't think he was in the first Resident Evil game. He was. He was in in Resident Evil.
0: He was in Nemesis. Yeah, in Nemesis. No, yeah, no, 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 no. no, no.
1: I mean, at this point in the the franchise, timeline, right? There's a lot of overlap between Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Um, I think sometimes it kind of starts to feel a little bit like a sort of a side story. Uh, you return well, to the Well, it's a prequel.
0: It's a prequel sequel, right? Like there is a time skip in the middle of Resident Evil 3 during which I believe the entire plot of Resident Evil 2 takes place. If I'm reading, there is literally Griffin. No way of knowing <laughs> if what you <he> just said <laughs> is
3: true or untrue. Is unverifiable. No, the, the way I know that this takes place in the exact same time. Is because the book assets in both games are the exact same. Right. Uh, when you walk out to any random book, it's the exact same weird collection of books that was in Resident Evil 2. This is a weird game, y'all. I I I was shocked that this was going to come out a year after Resident Evil 2. Having played it, I am not shocked. Yeah. Um, this it, it it's wild to play a game that both looks very uh, beautiful and high touch, and also feels very slapdash uh like we we were going to get this out the door within a year whether it was like d- despite everything there's
1: why, a, is th- it, why here's the question i want to pose to you i think we're all before unless i'm completely wrong this is hitting for all of us less than it hit than resident evil 2 hit correct yes is that fair to say for, why, yes is, i why, don't why, know is that I, is it just novelty or is there another aspect to it
2: no there's another aspect to it i think i think Okay, so if you look at, like, when the original Resident Evil 2 came out, and then when the original Resident Evil 3 came out, there was a huge gulf in terms of, like, critical support for one versus the other. Resident Evil 2 was, like, a groundbreaking moment. Resident Evil 3 was, like, it is all right. And I don't think it's just Ah, because it was, like, the first game. Incorrect. What? Resident Evil 3 was very well-received What you're saying... Not as well-received as 2, though.
1: Resident Evil 3 got four stars from next generation the last good video game magazine 9.4 from ign uh five star game pro five stars opm uh 10 out of 10 from opm uk i mean it's it's 9 out of 10 from cbg like it, it was extremely well-received. I mean, in aggregate, uh, it's like 88% positive. But
2: I think historically, I think one has stood out versus the other. I think two remains yes. the like one of the gold standards of the franchise, whereas three has kind of been forgotten. I don't disagree.
3: Also on its legacy, uh, going off Metacritic here, not that this is uh, the end-all be-all of criticism, released on the Dreamcast in 2079, By the time it was released on PC uh, a year later, it was 71. So the love for Nemesis (laughs) had a precipitous drop-off, I think, once people got off that high of New Resident
0: Evil. It isn't, and not just New Resident Evil, right? It's like... Resident Evil 1 on PlayStation was, like, holy shit, like, a complete literal game changer in, like, what games could do. Mm -hmm. And then Resident Evil 2 one-upped it in every conceivable way and was so fucking big and cool and good. Resident Evil 3, I think, probably just got a little bit of that, like, drafted off that a little bit. of people like, yeah, more of this cool, big, good shit. But by the time the Dreamcast came out, like, people were like, well, wait a minute. Now there's more cool, big, good shit. So it's maybe not just good enough to be... Yeah, I think it's a
2: Bioshock I, Infinite situation, to be honest. I, I also mm. think
3: Resident Evil 3 is the turning point for the series, which yes. seems silly because it's so early, and obviously Resident Evil 4 still happens, and people love it. But if you watch the Fast and the Furious franchise, big Fast and the Furious fan right here. One, deeply uh, grounded compared to everything else. Film, uh, two and three, uh, it's kind of getting out there. Four and five, they're starting to, like, globe hop, and by, like, once you get to 6 and 7, they are just superhero movies. They're jumping right. between skyscrapers with cars. They're defying physics, right? And you you kind of hit that point and then you can't recover from it. You've gone so high that you can't go any higher. Saints Row. And I Saints Row yeah, has exactly. a similar thing. Yeah. And I think the same thing happens with Resident Evil. Resident Evil 1 is is dawn of the dead right it is this small movie that happens in a mansion obviously has some big moments resident evil 2 is the what if that but like big you know in a city um and then resident evil 3 is like
2: rocket launchers right yep. like and that's it, it, the, megamorphs that's what I, yeah like it just that's it, what i it, wanted to sort yeah of dive into is like that aspect the action aspect and i think this carries through all of the resident evil franchise through and through yes because the second Like, it seems like there's an exponential connection to more action, worse game. Hmm. I think the more action they add, I think the games get worse. I do. no,
0: I I don't think that's true because I uh, you can call this a turning point, whatever. Resident Evil Four whips ass. I think the question yeah, but is re- like- that's a
2: slow game
0: for most of that game. That's like a slow. You cannot. That's not call, an action game. Okay, here's let's let's establish the scale. Okay, and it's funny because on either sides of this franchise, Resident Evil One and Resident Evil Seven, those are horror games. Sure, those are games where you are fairly powerless mm-hmm. and you are in small, intimate environments that are. Uh, scary because of the intimacy of them right Resident Evil 2 I think walks a really fine line especially when you're at the beginning when you're in the police station yeah. and you're you don't have rocket launcher the time to grenade launcher in this game is fucking wild because it yeah. is not that long uh in Resident Evil 2 though like you are fairly powerless in this police station where the danger escalates like really quickly and even seeing like one zombie in a hallway is enough to be like kind of scary in the way that Resident Evil 1 the first time that zombie looks up at you with Like gore dripping down its mouth is fucking terrifying. Resident Evil Three, you're fighting a big zombie with a with a literal rocket launcher like fairly early on, and then it's like, well, that's not that's ridiculous. That's not scary at all, and that's fine because you can also be a badass action game like Resident Evil Four was. But like, you you can't be both at that point. Uh, Yeah, I think the
1: problem is the 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 sustaining tension. Yeah. Which I think this game is, Resident Evil 3 is still trying to sustain tension even when you have an assault rifle. And I think that, like, if you were to draw a graph, the appearance of an assault rifle in a game and a de escalation of tension is like
0: mm-hmm.
1: m- paralleled, right? Totally. I think, I feel like in this game, most of the encounters felt uh, annoying because it's yes. like, oh, there's four zombies in here. Okay, well, let me systematically kill all these zombies and now wait i have to go to each zombie and execute it with a with a bullet or else it'll get back up in a second and that'll be irritating i don't want to have to fool with that and that is what the encounters sort of felt like and even the bigger enemies were just like a these take a lot more bullets but it's not that interesting in, in and of itself the the from encounter to encounter like the zombies aren't scary if you are methodical about eliminating them, and that's not fun,
0: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I Alpha's- also to to add one other point to that 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 ties into the the methodical, like the graphics are obviously modern; they're much better than they were in in 1999. And this is partially, I, I know you can al- almost always make this complaint with action games, but like there is something to me. And I think it's in part because of the time period that we're in right now where, like, going person to person and just sort of systematically executing people that look like people, like, very sick people, and, like, shooting these realistic people in the head and watching their heads explode is, like, not – is, like, less fun than ever before. (laughs) And I feel like – especially when they're, like, lying on the ground, I'm like, well, I got to go around and shoot all these – people in the head now um, Justin, just kind of execute them what in
0: the in the game's defense sometimes it's better to use your knife to stab them In head.
1: <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah I, it's just like you talk about animal crossing coming out at the exact right time like the <laughs> the very first words of the the this game are like the fucking quarantine's not working quick yeah. just start shooting everybody it's We're all fucked. it's like
3: and- <laughs> worst timing possible F- fresh, y- y- what are you gonna
2: say? Well, I was gonna. I just wanted to talk a little bit about Nemesis specifically and mm. why he sort of sucks. Yeah, no, he was effectively <laughs> in uh, two, two kind no, of. No, Tyrant nope. was it? My tyrant. boy, Tyrant was in. Okay, it, and well, he that, was that's scary. That's, as that's what luck. I wanted to talk about. It. I didn't remember that his name was Tyrant. I, I always remember him as the large de- detective, but, like, that's fine. There's, like, <laughs> the a big difference. Detective. I mean, he has the fedora and, the, you know. He's, he's the a large, large detective. detective. My lady. So, there's something This very summer, menacing. he's teaming
1: up with Pikachu for big detective, small detective.
2: <laughs> so there's something very menacing about a large detective that you hear walking outside of the door and, like, you hear his footsteps and you open the door and he doesn't have, a like, a... Fucking virus arm He just has a fedora and a coat And he'll punch you in the face There's something more menacing uh, Of that than there is of like This weird like mutant Like skin Muscly creature thing that has a rocket launcher For an arm like there's nothing Grounded about that whereas like I could see large detective on the street and, like, be really scared because it, like, relates to my personal being.
0: If you want to talk about, like, the what, f- like, fear is, it is, like, the... It is the unexpected, right? And yeah. Nemesis blends in so... Nemesis is just big zombie and then sometimes he has a rocket launcher and at that point the fear is completely gone. Resident Evil 2, you have these, like... Uh, You have zombies, you have these like mutant lizard monster fuckers that like climb all over the walls. And that's all like, whoa, this this police station sure is wicked, fucked up. But then you just see like a big man with a gray face (laughs) calmly walking in the middle of that shit. That is terrifying. Yeah, That is so scary.
1: I think it's a big difference between walking and running at you. With Nemesis, Mm -hmm. you're constantly running. And what that creates is... Well, especially once he starts shooting at you, it's like, well, I don't know where he is, but I know he's basically behind me. And it's just this annoying guessing game of like, when should I dodge? Mm -hmm. Like, which way should I go? Uh, I can't, I'm not looking at him. I'm not seeing him. The pacing of Tyrant is like, it's, he is coming in your direction. It's more like it follows follows kind of. It's like, I think it's scarier to, to know that he's coming, but like not. And and I feel like it was also more procedural. Like it, and maybe that's like just my impression, but I feel yeah, like it Nemesis scripted. is much more scripted.
3: Yeah,
2: what were you saying, Plant?
3: Um, I was going to make a recommendation for everybody. Uh, <laughs> have Have you all downloaded Apple TV?
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Never. None of you.
3: Okay. So on Apple TV, there's a show called Mythic Quest. It's by one Apple of TV the- Plus, you mean. T- oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was very confused. And it's by uh, one of the... Uh, somebody who worked on Community and one of the co-creators of uh, It's Always Sunny. Yep. And the show is, like, fine. It's about how people make video hey, games. It's pretty good. It's it's fine. It, yeah, it's not it's not terrible. It's You know what? It'd be a good show to watch now if you, like, need to burn through something that's very watchable. Yeah. Um, but there's an episode in the middle of it. It's a bottle episode. It's, like, episode four or five. And this if if you have access to a free month this subscription you should definitely check it out and it is uh basically a 20 year span of a couple making the Resident Evil games mm. like it it begins in the 90s with what is like clearly a game inspired by Resident Evil and as it grows and grows all the pressure that they feel to add guns and kill states and, like, make this a big blockbuster. At one point, like, it, it turns into a movie and thing. And I think I I love that this, this show exists because I think it's very hard to explain to people why Resident Evil happens. Like, this isn't... I, I, I seriously doubt this is a creative decision of one individual who's just gradually wanted to make this into... Some weird abstract military action film. I think there are all these little pressures in the video game industry to to not make the character who can't be killed effectively and just walks around wearing a fedora into something that is like sinewy and gory and looks good as a standee in GameStop and also has a rocket launcher because rocket launchers are the favorite weapons in video games.
0: Right. There's I, also a weird. A there's, a,
1: there's also a weird thing with Nemesis where if you drop a grenade at him he'll drop some nice stuff for you which is very bizarre but he's the so first generous. time you throw a grenade at him it explodes he's like ah shit I dropped my damn pistol scope it's like oh thank you That's I think so it's generous like a border of
0: system yeah I can say nice thing for sale stars
1: I'm gonna lay down here like, there's no reason for it makes no sense it's just if you blow them up you get some good stuff from um, time to time um,
0: unexpectedly delightful uh i thought jill valentine is maybe the most i've ever liked a protagonist in a resident evil game she is yeah, very she's, good she drops fucking the hottest lines like ever <laughs> uh including the last line that she drops in the game it is so fucking fresh and good uh yeah it's a great
1: part where nemesis runs out on fire and fall like she's a good distance away on a bridge, and Nemesis smashes through a wall, runs out on fire, and falls into the river. And Jill just keeps walking and because bitch can't even swim.
2: <laughs> it's good. So, funny. <laughs> so good.
1: Um I I also want to talk about the I feel like there is a loss of vibe in mm-hmm. the environment. The mansion in one, very specific,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: beginning in the police station and then branching out from that point. Totally. Um, to and then the it it immediately drops you into like a city, which a downtown area, which should have a vibe, but f- just feels it feel that it's so incongruous to Earth that it, I think it like it very much loses a the sort of like a claustrophobic vibe mm-hmm. that you get from one and two, and the city is just bizarre, like. There is a very tiny. There's a supermarket that is two aisles. That's not a supermarket. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, there's it's a, a bodega. Tra- but there's whatever. A tra- it's labeled supermarket. There's a train museum that also is where you control trains. What the fuck? What is this building? Like, it's got a neon sign out front advertising like train museum. Like, what is this city? There, there is a. There's a toy store with a. 2 story tall toy head hovering precariously over you uh it is bizarre
3: <laughs> i think the issue here is uh if you think about 8-bit video games right where it's like why is mario a plumber i can't remember if this is actually true or not but it's like oh if we give him suspenders you know there, there's like with a very limited uh visual palette that we can use to design a character we can convey that this person has some job or like we put a hat uh on people on animal crossing in the original one they put horns on the characters to convey whether they were male or female by the shape of their horns they come up with these like very specific things to communicate visual information when you only have a few sprites or a few polygons so i think like when resident evil 3 came out they're like we can't do great detail we need to show this as a toy store so we're gonna go big like right (laughs) you'll, you'll be able to tell it's a toy store when making the remake and you have all of the tools to make this look as believable as you you need, you don't have to use these simple, you know, you don't have to use simple iconography to convey it. You can just make a toy store and people will know it's a toy store. Uh, but instead they they took it very literal. There's also two sides of
1: the downtown area that are like all the streets that people use are like closed off from trash. And so if you want to get from one part of downtown to the other, it's like, "Oh, that's easy. You just walk into the donut shop." And then walk through the donut shop to the other half of town. That's how everybody does it. We all just go through the donut. Or, you know what, now that I think about it, you could climb into the fucking drugstore owner's (laughs) window and walk through his (laughs) private home and then climb out another one and go down a fire escape. Then you'll be on the other side of town as well. Those are the two ways you can get from one side of town to the other. You
2: know, it's great. You don't need a car. It's just like a walking city. It's It's a
1: walking city and a climbing city because you're climbing into the drugstore owner's window. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I you know we're dumping on this a lot. I like, it's, it's fine, right? It's like it's fine. it's fine. It's like especially when there's nothing coming out, it's like very passable. I think that it's kind of cool. I don't think you're losing much from Resident Evil 3. It doesn't seem to me like it just it it it's it's flat compared to Resident Evil 2. And I do think also it's suffering from the fact that it's so close to to Resident Evil 2.
0: I, I think it's. I think it does not stand up to comparison to Resident Evil 2 very well at all. But I don't think that or that's seven. the remake's fault as much as it is the source material's fault. Uh, I, I've been sitting here trying to because we've been talking about. I think the discussion of like horror versus action, especially when framed in the context of the Resident Evil franchise, is really interesting. But I've been sitting here trying to think because we got into it a little bit last week with uh, Half Life Alex, which mm-hmm. yeah, I made the argument like transition into a horror game because they couldn't make it a very good action game. I'm sitting here trying to think of like the last time a game actually scared me or like suspended me in a state of fear or anxiety. And I don't, I don't know. I honestly can't. Like, I, are you the, just a
1: broken boy that doesn't? He's get just scared? a very brave boy. That's what he's bragging about. <laughs> I guess about. I'm extremely How, brave. brave. Boy. Well, no, <laughs>
0: it's like, what is scary in a video? Like, what is still scary in a video game? Because I think Resident Evil 3 also suffers from like what we are able to be scared by in video games has changed since it changed from Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 3 when it first came out in the late 90s like sure maybe back in 1999 like a big monster with a rocket launcher is scary but that is I, like not scary anymore today so Resident Evil 7 say, is scary Resident Evil 7 is scary yep. as fuck because totally. it's it's like trying different stuff then it, it has a different kind of fear than the Resident mm-hmm. Evil series
2: ever I will say it. I stopped i know you guys have stopped playing half-life alex but i've continued playing um i had legit like nightmares and like had to sit and like stare at a wall for an hour after a sequence that i played the other night like because
1: you're so nauseous
2: no i was not in this one case my tummy was very strong but my mind was weak i was totally stricken by fear in that game to the point where I was like, I needed to talk to people to see if there was going to be any moment that was on the level that I just experienced that was so disturbing. So it happens still. Yeah, I, I actually think- might, He's just I, brave. I actually
1: think some of that part has been taken by the Souls games.
2: Yeah, I was because just thinking that. It's
1: very yeah, okay. much like it's it's the same. What, what What is it? Okay, why does the increment exist? Why are resources so limited? Why is all that stuff? It's just to like- give you the tension of totally. loss right mm-hmm. like i can't fucking die here please yeah. that's very much removed in these remakes you can save whenever you want to like there's there's plenty of resources like i, I never i don't know about y'all i never ran out of
2: ammo i mean I, I, it, it was not I mean, it's issue. funny because you were uh, ragging on a- right, Alex a little bit it. for giving too little ammo. Right, and ra-
0: ragging on Resident it's Evil It's almost like there's
2: a balance between <laughs> good and bad.
0: <laughs> well, no, because th- in Resident Evil 3, that idea, I think they are also going for it. You start with eight inventory spaces and they yeah. fill up pretty much instantly. The I- The ammo's not super like, the uh, it does not flow like milk and honey at the beginning of the game, and so this idea of you having to be methodical in killing zombies, now you have this like uh, balancing act of like well do I want to be methodical and wipe them out so I don't get bitten or do I want to just try and run right through because then I can save some ammo like that idea that exists in the Souls games exists here too this idea of like scarcity as fuel for fear like a mechanical source of fear it exists but like uh, for some reason I mean not for some reason like they didn't it's it's it, there are a lot of reasons why it just doesn't work as, as well this mm-hmm. time I feel like
1: yeah that's, that, that's Resident Evil 3, right? We got yeah. it. Is anybody else Have any other we got it, yeah. big points I want to get to?
0: Does anybody no, want... What's the next, like... A Resident Evil 1 remake feels like a, an obvious... Like, even though they've remade that, what, twice already at this point? Yes. Like, what's the next thing? That's the one thing I I, I do want to
3: talk about really quick that I think is like gets to that, which is we now know the Resident Evil cycle, talking about, you know, like, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and we saw yeah. that go from Resident Evil 1 to Resident Evil 6, which... I mean, is a nightmare. Resident Evil Five was the one I think where you fight at a volcano. It ends with a volcano boss fight with a teleporting mm-hmm. scientist. Uh, there were some fun parts in Five. Guy. Yeah, Six is like the one with helicopters in a city. Um, six and then sucks. Seven, yeah, Seven is I think a masterpiece. The weird thing about Seven is I feel like it's the entire series in one game. Seven starts with you're like you have nothing. It's just a horror movie. Um, kind of playing with like found footage the same way that Resident Evil 1 played with Romero. And then by the end of it, you are on a oil tanker or some sort of large boat with an assault rifle, just like spraying and praying like the end of Resident Evil, which felt like it felt like the perfect culmination in the Resident Evil series. What's weird now, and I saw somebody, I think somebody wrote about this a little bit on FanBite, but these games are just blending together that like resident evil 2 is a remake of resident evil 2 but it's also kind of playing with stuff from the other parts of the series resident evil 3 feels even more like that where it, it's yeah, i guess, it's like it's technically remake, remaking nemesis but again it's it feels even more action heavy and big it opens with the first person sequence that is like resident evil 7 um I I guess the next step of what what do you make, just in terms of if you wanna make a lot of money, is you remake Resident Evil Four. Like that's the that's the break the bank, right? Like they've remade
0: yeah. one a million times. Four seems like the thing. Are you four in VR would be fucking cool like the the Wii version of RE4 for me is the optimal version I love that that version of the game like the the actual motion controls being pretty fucking great but like how do you one up that I don't necessarily think you can unless it's in VR that would be pretty astounding
1: Um, I think you could get away with code Veronica first really I think that yeah I think you could get away with code Veronica or or um maybe not zero they just did a zero remaster um that was it, hell, that was released on the Switch last year. I mean
0: Dino crisis. that would be going going Dino back to the well.
1: Crisis, uh, Dino too soon, but
3: Dino Crisis. Yeah. Dino I think that would be preferred. I would much rather they do uh Dino Crisis. Or uh this is not even the same publisher, but where's Parasite Eve at? You know, if we're gonna do Ooh. these old PlayStation games, give me my Parasite Eve remake. Yes. That's number one on the list.
1: Do it. Thank you. There's Thank money you. To be
3: made. Thank you. I think
1: we'll just keep talking about uh, Dino Crisis until <laughs> someone just makes... We're going to keep that torch alive, right? We will... What was the one... Oh, you guys are... What was the one that was... Um, oh, God. Uh, this is going to irritate me. It was like... It was sort of the similar tank controls, but it was two women.
3: And oh, it was sh- like... dead effect. Or dead? something effect. Fear I want to say fear Devil fear Felix... Fear, Fear, effect double, Fear, Fear Effect Double
0: effect. Helix was the second game in the series, I believe. It was like yes, a cell Fear yeah. Effect Double
3: Helix, and they released a new one very recently. Did they really? Yes, that's bizarre. And it's um, like a top-down isometric game. We're just getting into the yeah. This real is real yeah. needs. y'all. I think this means it is time for us to take a break. Please, it's past time.
0: It's past time. <laughs> it's past
2: time. <laughs> this episode of the Best Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames.
3: rocketmoney.com slash besties
1: you go get a phone you just want a phone talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front but there's always some sort of catch you know who's not going to do that to you not going to pull that nonsense Mint Mobile their wireless plans, there is no catch. Fifteen dollars a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan, or you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay fifteen bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes Fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
2: So I don't know if you guys are aware, um, but I've been trying to get a little bit of extra side money lately. And um, I actually picked up a job as an HR representative for Umbrella Corporation. I don't know if you're familiar with what they do. Um, They're a a biopharmaceutical company. They make a lot of uh, useful products for people uh, Mm -hmm. helping our world. And uh, we actually have some internships open and available. Oh. And I thought maybe you guys were interested and uh, would like to come in and, and, and maybe sit down.
0: Um, that's good. It's just that maybe I might be an undercover journalist working with someone to try and bust, bust y'all's ass wide open.
2: Yeah, but are you? No.
0: You're not. But I, you have uh, to tell I, me if you are. But I could be. And the fact that you didn't ask me ahead of time maybe means that I should have your job. I'd like to interview for your job.
2: Uh, that's un- unacceptable. I, there's only one HR rep here. Uh, it's taken a really long time to get hiring up and running. So, can I ask
1: a question? I'm sort of, uh, you know, I work online. Um, mm-hmm. My maintaining my image, and uh, it's really important to me. Sure. What is what is Resident Evil like? Sorry, what does the <laughs> Umbrella Corporation sort of um, bring in terms of that? Is this going to milkshake duck me? No, 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 I I, I wouldn't worry at all.
2: Now, let me start by saying this is an internship, but there's definitely room for growth. So I don't know if you're aware, but our marketing budget is through the roof. So you can actually see employees all over the world through our uh, billboards and ad campaigns, standing usually in lab coats and with like beakers. And they Mm. actually, all of them started as interns. So like that could be you, you could be the face of
0: Umbrella. I saw David Beckham do a a sponsored Instagram ad of him just Mm -hmm. chugging a beaker of some sort of fluid. And he (laughs) says, boy, boy, I love Umbrella. Um, So that is obviously you all are rolling in it, rolling in it. I don't want to cut me off a piece of that sponduly.
2: Now, let me ask you a serious question for the group. What would you say are your weaknesses? I'll be really honest with you. I've
3: long wanted to get a career in um, science, Uh, Mm. but I've found... I don't know about y'all, but my my bachelor of fine arts in playwriting, yeah. um, has not been especially great at helping me get a, a career mm-hmm. as um science doctor.
2: It's not really um, hoping now either, to be honest.
3: It's not. See, I, I I I was hoping that you know my expertise in not knowing anything about the scientific method, um, not having uh, any idea of standards or ethic protocol, um, but being able to tell a good yarn might be the type of thing mm. that could, you know, get me in well at the Umbrella Corporation.
2: Mm. So I, uh, Griffin and Justin, now that we've uh, ruled out Chris Plant as a useful employee. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. I have a weakness, my weakness, and I, you'll find this out if you do any sort of digging, so I'll just get out in front of it. Um, my weakness is that is that good green herb. Um, I do oh. have a tendency, yeah, <laughs> uh i'm hooked on the stuff um i have a tendency to leave potted plants of that mm. good green herb everywhere in my office uh i put them in lockers sometimes just to st- keep them fresh in there i'll leave them growing i'll scatter them on the ground i'm really careless about that good green herb and i don't know and i've been i okay i've been dabbling with the re- the good red herb too no and justin I will, I know, know it's embarrassing. Sometimes I even mix them together. But I do leave them sort of scattered about my workplace. Sure. And allow myself to be killed by any zombies in the room rather than consume this delicious herb. You guys ever think about that? Man, there's no fucking way I'm leaving that herb there and then getting killed by zombies (laughs) in the same room. No (laughs) chance. Anyway.
2: Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but we are working on a new formula which actually combines green, red and yellow. No. That's too many herbs. That's too many you're herbs. making that's you're making fucking
0: pesto at that point, umbrella. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, my greatest weakness is that I have too many ideas about how to make medicine taste really good. <laughs> what mm. would be one of them? You mix in flavorings, like you just take the medicine, like you have medicine that makes you get younger but it tastes really yucky and then you can just go to a snow cone shop and just juice some of the juices that they Mm. put on the snow cone right into the medicine, shake it up. So that's like one, and then you also get more of the medicine. So that's just one idea that I have.
1: That's good enough that I'm gonna bow out actually.
0: Yeah, sorry, I I, I do have one more
3: um, weakness that I I feel like it's embarrassing but uh, at night I turn into uh, an eight foot tall gray man In a fedora hat. Large
1: Um, detective. We call him the large detective.
2: actually a benefit, but that's okay. Interesting. Uh, Can anyone compete with that? I turn into a nine foot tall gray man. (laughs) Oh, and and I have, I haven't seen Griffin. He
0: does have a rocket launcher for an arm. It's true. And it's full (laughs) of ice ice pop flavorings. They're delicious (laughs) and incredible. Give me this job, Russ. I fucking need it.
2: Okay. We'll be in touch. End Um, of
0: skit. <laughs> what's our <laughs> next? <laughs> what's our next skit, Justin?
1: Uh, the next skit is we're I'm we the three of us are going to tell you about the new PlayStation Five controller.
0: Yeah, so we discussed Step, this briefly before we started recording. I didn't. I'm I've been a little out of the loop because I'll be honest, guys, gaming is not my top priority right now, and I'm amazed that it's your guys's. Is, uh, <laughs> so I did. I you know I miss a few stories here and there, but I'm. I think I'm focusing on the important stuff. I saw a cool cloud today. What
2: if uh, I told
3: you?
0: Imagine a black PlayStation
3: wait, controller. Wait, wait, wait!
2: He hasn't seen it yet. He I know. I was gonna,
3: it. I was gonna describe it to him and, and see if he believes this, if he thinks this is real or not. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a, Imagine a black PlayStation controller. Okay, you have okay. that in your head. Yes. Now smooth it out. Take the take the Photoshop option to just smooth all those edges. Right. Okay. Now cover it in stormtrooper armor, white okay. stormtrooper armor, only covering half of its body. That. That vibrates like locust wings at that
0: any given sounds moment. sounds fucking cool to me so far. Can,
3: are you imagining it? Are yeah. you imagining it? I'm gonna drop it in the
1: chat. You can get your first look at What's the, it dual called? Sense the, soul, five. the soul sense. The dual
2: sense. Not five. Oh, just the dual huh. sense. Griffin reacted like someone threw acid in his face.
0: Well no, <laughs> it's just like it's a little more it's a little more ooya-y than I think I was expecting. <laughs> uh so I'm what sure the big it, changes it's it god there's something about the the two-tone nature of it that like makes it look so weird like it makes it look so like York. i don't think that actually the form factor is going to be that different from a playstation controller right it's just that like the sort of circular indentations on the dualshock 4 is just like not going to be circular it's just kind of one smooth arc mm. the triggers look really weird though huh yeah, they so look the like
2: triggers are uh, tension triggers. So if you're like, they the example they gave is if you're pulling back a bow, it'll actually be harder to push in the trigger, which is pretty huh. cool. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's, that's I, neat. I don't hate. Is that
2: a touchpad in the middle still?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just not a rectangle anymore. It's like a weird arc shape. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's neat. I think I also had the same feeling about DualShock Four until I touched it, and then that was like my favorite video game controller for yeah. a long time.
1: There's also uh, other changes are it's got um, built-in microphone array, which I think is actually a bigger deal than it seems because it it standardizes like sound input in a way that like everybody has it. So that's really, I think that's really interesting. Um, Yeah,
2: you don't actually need to plug in a headset and presumably they figured out a way to deal with the echo so that like, I mean, you don't have to worry about like the screen bleeding through the Or the click Click clack of
0: buttons and shit like that like that would be my larger concern I think
2: Yeah, um, I, don't, I mean hopefully yeah I bet they
1: probably they got some smart people over there and also haptic um, feedback do you, do you know how that'll be integrated
2: I don't know how it's different from like a, a rumble to be honest
1: there there's you can feel like haptics uh, if you've done any VR stuff I know they do good use of like making it feel like there's tension if you're like right. pushing up against a wall or whatever mm. I don't know what that is like in a I mean
0: in a, uh, in a contro- controller, hey, like it got, in a controller. Is it got pad- paddles on the back? I feel like because they introduced that with the new uh, DualShock Four accessory that you plug into I don't it. I think then it has, has
2: paddles, but I, have ah, they shown weird. the back of the controller anywhere? I don't think they. Have I
0: don't it. know. I really like. I I did when I got the uh, Xbox Elite controller 2 to play like PC games with. I did not think that that was a feature I was going to be excited about. And now, like especially when I play a shooter like Destiny, like yeah. I almost only use the paddles on the back for for jumping so that I don't have to like move my thumbs half as much uh, uh, to to you know take it off the right analog stick to. You know, press press the ABXY inputs. So, like, yeah. it would be weird to me for, the, especially for them to introduce an accessory that kind of like attaches that to the DualShock Four to not have that. I wonder if there will be some sort of option, some sort of paddle paddle gambit that you can go for.
2: Yeah, I think they didn't want to alienate like if you're a more casual player, and then suddenly, oh my god, there's buttons on the back too. That seems like yeah. a lot to deal. Yeah, that's with. fair.
1: It is. Does it seem weird to you guys to see this before the system?
2: It is kind of weird. Maybe it's because it the right? system like doesn't this... look as interesting as this does.
1: Well, you would hope the design language
3: is
2: like, you oh, know, consistent. Yeah, consistent, that would be a weird right? looking box if it is consistent—a black and white thing. I,
3: I don't know what to believe at this point. I had heard rumors that there is something very strange and like interesting about the PlayStation Five, and I don't like. I'm like seriously I say I don't know anything more about it. No, just like the console that there is. Oh something about it that is unique okay. um
1: and it's I,
0: invisible I, uh, it's intangible yeah. <laughs> the console not is, real the console is in your house yeah it, it's it, in the it, cloud
1: the yeah. literal console is in the cloud
0: it's <laughs> not it but like
3: my 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 dream is that it's just the vita right like they, oh boy that be just fresh just
2: bring it back but we why would it, it have a controller
3: no, it's
1: Maybe not. there's. I, I know
3: ma- it's not. I just have dreams.
1: If you stretch, that's the haptic. If you stretch, stretch it out, it. <laughs> a screen emerges. <laughs> oh my in my God. God. That's um, amazing. Hey, we asked y'all uh, for your thoughts on the Resident Evil franchise. Um, our email address is mail at besties.fan. You can tweet at us at the besties pod. Here's an email we got from Pete. I played Resident Evil 4 on Switch. Never played RE before because it's so spooky. You told me it was the best one ever, Griffin. I trusted you. Now, where am I? What was that? What was that tiny little big hatted European bad boy? Did they know there are other colors than brown? Brown bad guys, brown walls, brown water. Nah, my boys. Nah. Just joking. Love you all. <laughs> and I listened to most of your besties back catalog just because I love you. I don't play at many video games. Switch changed the game though. Love me an indie Switch tile. Please talk more about the underground games that are grabbing you all. There's so many, it gets difficult to navigate. Never would have played Minon if not for Griffin. I got Sexy Brutal because of Justin. Messenger, thanks to Plant. And Dead Cells, thanks to Frustic. I think. <laughs> Purporting as Pete in protest, but really, Pete, your pal.
2: Oh. Yeah, oh, oh, that's very nice. I like Pete. Resident Pete S- I
1: want you to check in every week, Pete. Just keep <laughs> yeah, it, just it. Keep coming. I'll check well, in every week.
0: Uh, RE7 is the best Resident Evil, I think, at this point. But RE4, yeah. I don't know if RE4 holds up to scrutiny. Again, with, it's motion, with motion controls... It was fucking fun as hell. RE4 but. rocks. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, this is uh, a tweet from Michael. I tried to offset uh,
3: Resident Evil 4's creepiness by listening to a Jerry Seinfeld comedy album at the same time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These are it's fucking good, good reader idea. submissions. Top
1: 10. Top 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is to just to keep the walkthrough in another tab mm-hmm. so I just always know what's coming and we're all the everything is i love that it's the <laughs> only way to play resident evil in my opinion
3: next week we get to talk about a game that i have been playing for a while and i am so so incredibly excited to talk to you all about uh final fantasy 7 remake it is just in his his lip a uh, corner of his mouth it went up it, it gave the it gave it away i
0: know it's think just because i want to say
3: I just
1: want to say this good thing that I'm very excited to talk about it and much less excited to play it.
0: It is <laughs> so did you play, good. Did you play the it demo? Is, I, Justin, Justin or me? It's fucking I'm fun, thir- man. I'm
1: 39 years old. So you can't I don't play, play demos, demos anymore. Okay, fine. I'm not going to fucking Nick's <laughs> News and buying an OPM so I can get the <laughs> disc out and check out Legacy of Kane's Soul <laughs> Reaper. I'm 39. <sighs> I play real-ass games for men. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, which they should morally be calling it. Half a, half, half a game.
0: It's half a
1: game. that we did. It's, sorry, it's half a game. But uh, if you uh, have y- your own hot take uh, on Final Fantasy VII Remake, you can send it to mail at besties.fan or tweet it at us. Or uh, if you have specific questions about it that you'd like us to sort of uh, address we'd be more than happy to do
3: so it's not half a game it's like even less it's like stop it <laughs> it's, no it's it's great y'all it, it's like the game itself it's is Sephora so long even it is. This one it's like it's like the first five hours of final fantasy 7 all VII right
0: spread my bread out like butter delicious butter if you finish um, it and you still are found wanting just pick up crisis core <laughs> and just fill in the fucking gaps <laughs> y'all thank
1: get you for fucking the bouncer <laughs> <laughs> that'll take care of it uh thanks for listening remember you can uh follow and listen for free on spotify uh if you want to share the show with people here's a great link to do it besties dot fan mail again mail at besties dot fan the besties pod is our twitter plan am i forgetting anything?
3: And if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, you can do that. It's the top pinned tweet uh, on our Twitter feed. Also, now's a good time to follow our uh, our Twitter feed as we talk about some plans that we'll have for the rest of the year in the upcoming weeks. Great point,
1: Plant. Well made. Uh, That is going to do it for us (laughs) for this week. So be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? the spotify original podcast in association with vox media the show is edited by jelani carter and our theme song is by ian Dorse.
0: besties